Chip, here we are in Turkey Town. Oh, hello there. So, Dad's talking to turkeys now? Your dad loves Thanksgiving. It's his favorite holiday. I hope he waits to get it home before he stuffs it. Make sure you save room at Thanksgiving for the words you'll be eating. I need some peace and quiet. I want to focus on the turkey. Everyone just go to bed. Bob, it's 6.30. I don't care. Just go to bed. You love that turkey more than you love us. That's right. I do. I love turkeys. Okay. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Geek Parenting Podcast. James is somewhere making coffee. We're teaching him. We're learning him how to make drinks. He's he's trying to keep his mom from eating. (laughs) (laughs) I'm eating right now. Girl has to eat. (laughs) (laughs) He's not here to get mad at me now. Uh, Anyway, this is Dr. Sarah. Uh, You can find me at Dr. Peace on Instagram, Dr. Peace SH on Twitter, and Loves Like Pie on Twitch. And to my podcast right is Miss Amber Doll. Hey, what's up? Hey, guys. Hi. Oh my glob. Oh my glob. Oh my glob. Okay. Okay. Anyways. Amber's <laughs> drinking Olympus Space Princess and now it's making her talk. Like, like Olympus. Like I'm so Olympus sorry, guys. Like she's from Lumpy Space. <laughs> but you can find me on Instagram at dollface <laughs> You have to talk like that the rest of the episode. And then on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Becky. At when you wish upon a force. Oh my god. Oh my glob. <laughs> <laughs> This is going to be a long time. Oh, yeah. We have not been drinking, I promise. James, a.k.a. Nerdy at Home Dad, is shaking his head. He's still mad at me. Disgust. It's been a week. I know. He's still mad at me. It seems so fresh. (laughs) Seems like it was just 20 minutes ago. I was hungry. (laughs) Sarah's got to (laughs) eat. I know this I'm eating. I'm sorry, James. Now, I'm sorry. Safe for work episode. By Probably might, might be good. Yeah, we okay. could be good at it. Because I'm gonna noob noob that one. God <laughs> damn! <laughs> I love so I guess you, James. It's not safe for work. I'm sorry. Oh my god! You can say it, James Estrada, <laughs> aka Nerdy at Home Dad. Fuck. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> Thank you. James's mom went on a date last week. He's a little upset. He's still upset. Two weeks yep. ago. He's still upset. Two weeks ago. Still upset. Oh. Crying in my bed. It's my mom. And I made jokes about it now. He was mad at me. <laughs> you can find me Nerdy at Home Dad across social medias uh, Twitch, YouTube, uh, Grinder Sandwich app. James also runs the Watchtower Instagram page most of the time. Most, most of the time. time. Mostly. He mostly runs it. So you should follow Watchtower. Yeah. At Watchtower Cafe. Yeah. On Instagram. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And. On Twitter and at Facebook. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and to my podcast, right? He's eating nuts. I got a, I got a <laughs> mouthful of nuts. <laughs> Boys got to hey. eat. <laughs> guys got to eat. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry, Stefan. I got a mouthful of nuts and a pork full of coffee. <laughs> Can that be episode. the name of the episode? No, that's the <laughs> name of my new band. <laughs> <laughs> Mouthful of nuts and pork full of coffee. Oh, God. <laughs> Where uh, can we find you, Mr. <laughs> Nutmouth? <laughs> Mr. Pork full of nuts? It's Mouth Nutter. <laughs> you can find me <laughs> and on State Street, wandering. With nuts in his mouth. <laughs> I almost had steam milk come out my nose. Actually, oh. I found you all uh, near the 
corner of Major and Wood. Yeah, Major and oh, Wood. That's where no, I did. I, I picked oh, him up there earlier. <laughs> did, true story. He <laughs> literally picked me up on Major Wood. <laughs> <laughs> he With did. With a mouthful of nuts. Was, no, I had, I, it was, it was, chick, it was chicken wings. It was still a sack. It was hot wings. Oh, my God, Becca. 7-Eleven hot wings, and they're not great. Hence why I had to get nuts. Oh, Jesus. You know, 1588 South State Street, Salt Lake City is where you'll find Watchtower Cafe. Also uh. me, Tui the Human, Jedi Doing Barista what? of State Street, making the drinks, mopping the floors. I am the head janitor in charge. Oh, you should, I should also start pimping out the, you know, uh, social medias like I already did with you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Watchtower you is on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we have mm-hmm. a fine Instagram page. Thanks yes. to James, a.k.a. Nerdy at Home Dad. This is true. I have conversations and, with myself. And Corey and myself. We all contribute. And uh, I'm, d- so I'm just using beautiful. this as a step yeah. up to work for Arby's. Yep. And uh, <laughs> we're also on the Twitters. We're also on the Facebooks. And you should follow. Yep. And to my podcast, Nerdy Right, I have Johnny of Johnny. On the Boards. Johnny of On the Boards. You can find me in the bushes outside your house. Usually. Usually. Tuning in to Tokyo. Beep, 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 beep. Picking up Tui and his mouth full of nuts. <laughs> you can find me on the Instagram and the Twitter, White Enchilada One. Uh, you can find me on the Facebook. Good luck with that. <laughs> he deleted it. Yeah. Not my, find it not, in the trash. Not my account. Just the, uh, just the app. Just the app. Speaking of deleted accounts, did you guys see the, an employee for Donald Trump? Oh, uh, yes. Deleted his Twitter National account National hero. That's pretty funny. National hero. <laughs> So we got kind of a serious topic this well, week. Well, we need to get into our oh. Geeky Weeky. Oh, that's right. Geeky Weeky first. So let's get into the Geeky Weeky. Oh, I'm sorry. Get your work, It's Geeky. It's Weeky. The Geeky Weeky. I'm going to make a new song for it every time. Geeky Weeky. They're all just keep getting better. How geeky is your Weeky? How geeky is your Weeky? Oh, dear Lord. Hey guys, it's the Geeky Weeky. Adding the geek to your week. Hey, that was good. Why not? That was that was an intro after our normal episode intro. Yeah, because we we do it twice because we love you. Yeah, and you we know you love it. Uh, which I guess we'll find out more since we're moving to Libsyn and they have better statistics. Doug used to say that. <laughs> another day, another Doug. Um, but yeah, so uh, this is. The week of, what day is it? Uh, <laughs> November. Uh, it's 7th. We're recording on the 12th. 12th, because so. Veterans Day was yesterday. Yes, indeed. So so we are the uh, alpha flight to the regular uh, geek parenting X-Men. I'm Sasquatch. With me is Puck. Yo. A. A. Hoi, guys. I got a lot to talk <laughs> about, eh? We got some news. Freaking Ghost. All right, you know us. He's, he's James. I'm Johnny. We're going to get into the news here. And it's going to be a little... Sh- we're going we're gonna to kind of blow through some things because uh, this is a longer episode. It's kind of right. it's kind of a, it's a... It's a deep episode. We started with some laughs, but... Uh, yeah, but it's, it's... Get the it's, Kleenex ready for some tears. really real. You're going to know a lot more about us than we knew about each other. <laughs> Lots of hugging ensued. Uh, so... A lot of stuff has happened. There's been a lot of uh, sexual abuse allegations coming out of... Uh, Hollywood, and you know, you know, just really quick. I think it's terrible that we hear these things, but I also think it's not terrible that people are comfortable making these allegations without uh, fear of severe repercussion. Anymore. Yeah, yeah. 
And I mean, uh, that's the thing that I was talking about with a friend. Like, um, she was mentioned, like, you know, she saw some people in her family that were saying, like, oh, why didn't these people come out before? And it's like... They probably tried. Well, not only that, it's, it's one thing to um, put your career on the line. Right. Where you have people like Harvey Weinstein who's telling you... Or, or Bill Cosby. Or Bill Cosby. You're having these people tell you, I'll ruin you if right. you say anything. Um, and now that people are saying stuff, people are the people who've been abused or they're feeling more comfortable, and that's how it should be. People should right. feel comfortable making these allegations. Well, people shouldn't have to make these allegations exactly. because these things shouldn't but, happen. But yeah. since it's happening, people shouldn't feel like they shouldn't be attacked for saying these things. Right. So uh, some big news to come out. Uh, well, not big news because... Everybody knows that Brett Ratner and Brian Singer have been a privy to uh, using their power to harass, to harass and yeah. bully people. Um, and I told Tui the other day, I was like, you know, the thing that comes from all this is anybody who's directed an X-Men movie is a douchebag. <laughs> it's human garbage. That's fair. Um, but Gal Gadot has said that she will not return for Wonder Woman 2 if Brett Ratner is still involved. Um, Warner Brothers has said he's been suspended, um, but not suspended is not yeah, fired. It's not removed. He should be out of the company. He shouldn't have anything to do with these movies from now on. He yeah. shouldn't have... And it's the same thing for Brian Singer. I don't think Brian Singer should be able to ever touch uh, Marvel property again. Yeah. Which, if Marvel acquires, or if Disney acquires 21st Century Fox, then we won't have to worry about it. I think that fell through. I think I read that. Damn it. Yeah. Um, I saw some people voicing why they thought that was a bad idea, and to that I did not click on their link and said, shut up, you. Yeah. <laughs> but that's just me. But yeah, so Gal Gadot has said she won't sign for the sequel, which is weird, because usually in these... Superhero movie cases. It's a multi-movie deal. Yeah. This is this will, uh, Justice League is the third time she'll have played it, so maybe it was a three-picture deal. Maybe. Maybe. But I mean, you look at it. Um, you look at Marvel. Marvel oh, hooks yeah. you in. Uh, Chris Evans was a nine-picture deal. Yeah. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. was twelve, I think. Yeah, I think his was a uh, twelve tankers full of hundred-dollar bills. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, so it, it's interesting that she now, because of the popularity of Wonder Woman, because how well, amazing and, and she her did, as Wonder Woman, I think that's you know, yeah, and how amazing it was. Right, she holds the power for this because if they recast it, they're not going to make their money. Yeah, and it's not going to be as good as a movie. Um, it it won't be as, as simple as the second episode of the new Tick series. You look different. Thank you. <laughs> if you haven't yeah, seen that, folks, you need to watch that. Well, and it's, it's funny because this, this comes on the hills of, uh, well, a few months ago when Ben Affleck was like, ah, I don't want to do Batman anymore. Right. So if they're working on recasting Batman for the cinematic universe, then they have to recast Wonder Woman. Right. People are going to walk away. I think even, um, I was going to say Tui, I think even uh, Jason Momoa <laughs> <laughs> Even if Tui walks away, yeah. Um, so we'll call him. We'll, we'll from now on refer to Tui as Stunt Gills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, Stefan. Oh, uh, um, so Disneyland 
is giving people Legionnaire's disease. Yeah, if you don't know what Legionnaire's disease is, Legionnaire's disease. It's a rare form of ammonia. Uh, pneumonia. N- pneumonia, not ammonia. It's pneumonia. not a cleaning product. Yeah. It's treatable, so anybody who's gotten sick from Disneyland's Legionnaire's disease, yeah. they'll be okay. There was a couple of suspect cooling towers. Uh, so just don't go to Disneyland for a little bit. <laughs> I mean, go, but yeah. no, you might get Legionnaire's yeah. disease. <laughs> Take, take precautions. <laughs> Don't breathe. Yeah. <laughs> Get an oxygen mask. There Get a go. gas mask. Um, so speaking of Disney stuff, we should hop into some Star Wars. Because Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, that's what there's so much Star Wars going on Star right Wars. now. We have uh, Last Jedi is coming out in almost a month. Oh, I'm so excited. Uh, you have uh, Rebels, the Rebels mid-season finale oh, is this to, week. I need to catch up. I think I'm two or three uh, episodes behind. Yeah, the mid-season finale is already I've seen upon the first, us. I've seen the first four, so. Yeah, you're good. I think there's, I think Brian Young was saying there's only one episode this week. Okay. Because they've been releasing them two weeks, ev- or two episodes a week. Uh, so, yeah, so be on the lookout for that. Oh, have you been watching it, though? Like, so I you saw the, the first the two first episodes of this one? First four episodes. Of this season? Right. <sighs> So you saw the Loth Wolf? I think it was in oh, episode I two. I don't remember. Well, the first two were on Mandalore. Oh, no, no. Yeah, you're right. Uh, so it's episode five. And then, and then the next two, I think it was uh, Sabine and Ezra. With out. Saw. Right. And then, yeah, so you're all you're at the Loth Wolves. Okay. Amazing. Uh, the show's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, speaking of Star Wars, uh, there is a company that is creating Star Wars-inspired vacation tours of Ireland. Sign me up. So, if you don't know... I'm, uh, I'm not even an Ireland nerd like Dr. Sarah, and I'm excited. You're just a booze head. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's totally Garbage. Booze head. You're just waiting to call her I'll, that? I'll, I'll whiskey it up <laughs> with the Irish. Uh, so, if you don't know, Ireland, the, there's an island off the coast of Ireland where they filmed the training sequence for Rey for Last Jedi. So, it's the scene at the end of Force Awakens Force, yeah. that was off the coast of Ireland. Gorgeous. It's where the porgs are, or puffins for real life. Uh, Either way, I bet they're delicious. So pack your costumes and uh, go check out, uh, let me see, what company, I forgot what company it was, uh, Zacasso. And packages only start at $3,000 a person. Oh, is that all? That's all. Uh, then there's Croatia in The Last Jedi. So apparently part of The Last Jedi was filmed in Croatia. And you can do a walking tour for $4,000 per person. Oh, sweet. So yeah, if you have... Uh, penny one or no? Uh, penny bags, Mr. Penny bags, Monopoly guy. If that's your uncle, get him to pay for your trip. There you go. Uh, moving on to Star Wars, more Star Wars stuff. Uh, Ryan Johnson has announced that he is starting a new Star Wars trilogy that will continue after uh, Episode Nine. I don't know if it's going to follow the Skywalker family because uh, they have said that this said a trilogy ends the Skywalker saga. So oh, it'd be interesting. I'm, I'm, there are so many interesting characters and ways they could go yeah. forever. Yeah. 
Uh, and along with that, it was announced that there's going to be... So, so for those of you that were all bummed about the extended universe, now you get two extended universes. Yeah. Well, and not only that, there's going to be a TV series on the new Disney app. The new Disney app, you say? The new Disney app that will be coming out next year, and it will have all your Star Wars, all your... And so I think this will be the first time they put the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy on a streaming service, because they're going to put everything on there. Even though it's, it's tricky with the one that's owned by Fox? Well, and I think that's part... I think that was part of the reason why they were trying to buy oh, yeah. Fox. Why Disney was trying to buy Fox. And that's why I think... That's why when I hear, like, oh, talks are off, it's like... Mm, are they ever really off, though? I mean, it might be off. But maybe, maybe those specific talks are off. I yeah. Mean, they've been altered now. Yeah. Maybe it's like, okay, just give us Star Wars and Marvel back. Yeah. Um, but there will be a new uh, TV series, Star Wars TV series, that will take place, that will happen on the Disney app. And speaking of the Disney app, Disney, Bob Iger has announced that it will be substantially cheaper than Netflix. Which just went up to, I think, $14 a month. Is that I'm right? Still, I think we're still paying 12 Okay. Well, it, was, it was, is, was or about to have gone up. Well, and so with Netflix, it's funny because they, uh, they grandfather accounts in. It's like we've never gone above 12 because we canceled service for a while, then we got back to Netflix. Oh, nice. And then uh, that, that's when we raised up to $12. Um, but I mean, so it'll be cheap enough that you could do both. You could do Netflix oh, yeah. and the Disney app. Uh, they haven't given a price yet. I'm, s I'm thinking they'll go with seven, uh, just because they'll start at what Netflix did right. and they'll probably have a couple of different packages where you could do one screen, All right, uh, right. $7. X amount of accounts maybe. Yeah. Per, or X amount of profiles rather per account. Right. Um, just because that seems to be what everybody's doing now. Right. Um, so be on the lookout for they'll, that. They'll slip in Song of the South every now and again. Be like, oh, I'm sorry. We didn't mean to do that. Oodalali? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say Oodalali, but that's not. That's Robin Hood. Yeah. Uh, Zippity-doo-dah? Zippity-doo-dah. There you go. <laughs> um, let's see. wubba dub 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 This weekend, uh, so we'll bring it into local stuff. Right. Uh, this weekend is Disney on Ice at the Vivint Smart Home Arena. I've been. It's fun. Uh, Jay and I are going as press. Nice. Uh, we'll be there opening night. So if you are there opening night, find us, say hi. I think Jay will be dressed as Aladdin, but with a sweater on under his vest. It gets vest. chilly. <laughs> Not to mention it's downtown Salt Lake City at November yeah. at night. But In the middle of November, yeah. Yeah. Um, so tickets start at $15, I think. Yeah, they're not bad. I think $10 opening night. Where, where uh, they get you is them concessions. Yeah. <laughs> when you're paying $20 for a snow cone out of a character cup. Right. Um, but yeah, so it starts November 16th, and they have shows going through November 19th. So uh, I think they're going through Ticketmaster. Yeah. Uh, so get your tickets. Go check it out. Uh, more local news. Um the Southtown Expo Center has Harry Potter-style shops. And apparently right right about now, as we're recording, Dr. Sarah's down there, and she said it was an hour and a half wait to get to any of that stuff. That sounds so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it sounds like they're doing well. Yeah. For being stupid. <laughs> no, I totally I meant go. stupid in a good way. With um, two O's. Yeah, stupid. Uh, and a hard P. There you go. <laughs> uh, 
Um, and then, uh, what else was it? Local. Oh, the there is an organization called the World Fantasy Conference. Okay. Convention. World Fantasy Convention. They're traveling. It's called Worldwide Fantasy or WWF <laughs> for short. That <laughs> oh, is wait not to get sued. factual. Wait to get sued by the World Wildlife Foundation. That's oh. why the WWE changed their name. Stupid pandas. <laughs> I know. Are they even around anymore? <laughs> uh, I haven't seen that Poe panda in a while. Uh, but the World Fantasy Convention has announced that they're coming to Salt Lake City in 2020. Uh, this hey, that's here. It's beginning October 29th, 2020. Uh, they don't have ticket prices or anything. Uh, the next two conventions will be held. Uh, 2018s will be held in Baltimore and 2019 in L.A. That's pretty cool. Uh, so, yeah, so this has been going on since 1975, and it's the first time that it's held in Utah. Oh, and, and for our locals, it looks like uh, unless something opens up in the schedule, uh, we are not doing a FanX 2018. That's what they always say. Yeah, well. <laughs> That's what they said last year. The schedule doesn't allow for it. And then, like, two weeks later, the schedule allows for it. Yeah. So it's probably going to happen. Just Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. They did. They did announce loyalty launch for Comic Con. I know, which is twenty eighteen, like ten months away. Yeah. So, if you want cheap tickets, you can start buying them next week or this Friday. Friday the sixteenth. Sixteenth. Okay. Seventeenth. Seventeenth. So Justice League comes out. Yeah. T- oh, and speaking of Justice League, Tui and I are going to go see Justice League on Tuesday. I'm his date. Ooh. Now I'm going to be his handler. I'm going to do my job that I should have done at Comic-Con. Just uh, yell, no get pictures. Se- get a security shirt. <laughs> Piss off, ghost. <laughs> All right, we got anything else? Uh, I think it? that's it for our Geeky Weeky. Uh, well, other than I think Thor Ragnarok swept the numbers again this week. Oh, yeah, it's killing uh, it. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with Justice League this weekend because uh, I'm pretty sure Thor is going to keep that top spot for a while. Yeah. Uh, the problem is DC movies have a hard time connecting the audience. Well, if, if the word of mouth hits, it might catch on, but <laughs> we won't know until it gets here. Yeah. Um, see, the if you like Jesus movies, the star also opens this weekend. Jimmy had, Jim, Our friend Jimmy Martin had a fun time with the cast. You can listen to his The cast seems interesting. On, the yeah. movie, not so much my jam. Yeah. Uh, and then Jimmy was mentioning Coco. He went oh, and saw Coco the other I'm night. I'm so excited for Coco. And, uh, yeah, he, he cried, didn't he? He did. Uh. He did. Um, there have been a lot of articles I would look up. Uh, I should have looked them up for the Geeky Weeky, but uh, um, Gael Garcia, he is in Coco. He uh, did this uh, interview where he kind of said that he dedicated his performance to all the Latino kids living in Trump's America. Uh. Um and uh, Edward James Olmos, Jay's adopted great grandpa. Heck yeah. <laughs> he, uh, so say we all. Yeah. He uh, mentioned why Coco is important. So I'd look up those two, just Google those two headlines. Right. And uh, they're really interesting reads. Coco comes out next week, the 22nd. Uh, fingers crossed, Jay and I will get invited to the. Uh, press screening on Thursday, yeah. but if not, we'll see it with everybody else. Well, I'm gonna see it with me and Jay first, so nobody sees me ugly cry. Cause it's gonna be worse than when I we finished recording this episode. 
Yeah. <laughs> so let's get you back to that tear-filled episode. Yay! This was your Geeky Wiki. Enjoy. Geeky Wiki! Wah. <laughs> and we're back from the Geeky Wiki. Oh, man. I'm what a great Geeky Wiki. My next podcast, James, I want you in on this. It's just going to be us singing different versions of the Geeky Wiki song <laughs> every week. Okay. <laughs> Can I just do the? Sometimes, but we have to change it up. Yeah, so much stuff That's going how on. That's you know it's intense. Yeah. Oh. Man, Justice League sucked. Ouch. You're just like everybody else. You hate on all the DC movies. Well, they're, when they're bad, they're bad. Oh. I'm not saying that they're good, but it doesn't mean that. You Wonder can't Wonder Woman was good. Wonder Woman was good. Wonder Woman was good. Was good. I need to go home and watch that tonight. I like Suicide Squad. I like Batman vs. Superman. Me and the TARDIS liked Aquaman. <laughs> mm. Actually, wait. I can't oh. tell if Justice League sucked yet or not, because this one comes out before Justice League mm. comes out. Oh. So I don't know yet. Speaking of TARDIS, have you guys watched Doctor Who this season? No. I'm yeah. finally catching up. Oh, my God. It's so good. Peter can't Capaldi can't leave. Episode. And Bill can't leave. I don't want him to leave. I like him. Well, the contract's already signed, so. God damn it. Capaldi. They've already recorded the episode. <laughs> Peter Capaldi, don't leave. Do we have a topic, Sarah? He wants yes, to go we do. Back to swearing. Fuck. Fuck. We're talking about shit. We were talking about a Swears. fucking oh, serious fucking topic shit. today. Fucking. Kids and divorce, and divorce, and dealing with dealing all with that fun, horrible, divorcey stuff. So I don't know. Where do you guys want to start? I, I got nothing um, yet. That moment when you come to the realization this is happening. Mm-hmm. The moment when it's fully decided, okay, we're getting a divorce. Because it's like, even if you are anticipating it and you know it's going to happen, it's like that moment when it's said and it's defined and it's actually going to happen, you start going through a grieving process. Mm-hmm. And I feel like and this is just me and maybe not everyone feels this way. I have been divorced before. And to me, I feel like grieving through divorce is worse than death. And the reason why I say that is because with death, you're able to find, you're able to find a path to kind of mo- go closure. on with your day. Well, yeah, right. There's closure. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, divorce, they are still there and they're still yeah. alive and they can still, and- Mine came with PTSD. It was great. Yep. So, so yeah, mine. Like, I won't go into. Yeah. So just just know, folks, that is a, that sucks. is a legitimate possibility. Yeah. So if you're really struggling, you need yeah. to get help. So it's mm-hmm. like, what what would you do? Like when that moment is defined of okay, we're getting divorced. Like figuring out the first step of what yeah. you're going you to do because you already made. Yeah. Yeah. You have to make Especially a plan for this terrible kids thing. and <coughs> kids Ugh. finances what is, living situation. Um, can can we go? Can I ask, like, just so our listeners know, like, what everybody's experience with divorce is, whether it's your parents or mm-hmm, if, if mm-hmm. you have no experience with it? My mom and dad divorced when I was older. I was like 19, and my dad left, and so they got divorced. So I was much older. So you were, you were a yeah. child. Well, I guess you weren't a child. You were no. a teenager. I, well, I was 19. I mean, I was in college. You're and a, a teenage adult. Yeah. So it was, it was kind of different for me, and I was never really close to my dad anyway. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think I handled it a li- little bit differently than. People yeah. with young kids would. And Amber said, you said you have gone through a divorce. Yeah, I have. And I got uh, the doctor and Pikachu and 
trying to think. What did, uh, oh, yeah, Stitch. I was just like, what name did they give her? She <laughs> what are like my kids' names? Pikachu and, and Stitch. Yeah. And so went through that and uh, did get married again. Luckily, <laughs> things are much better. And he ended up adopting them. Oh, so nice. that was that was great. And then we have. How did you um, talk about it with your kids? So they were really young. Um, the doctor was he was four mm-hmm. when it happened, and then Pikachu was two, and then I had uh, Stitch, and she was only a month old. Oh my gosh! So I knew it was something that was a long time coming. Mm-hmm. Like I knew, oh, and yeah. like when I was pregnant. The whole time I was like, this is happening. And it was like more for, you know, my safety and, you know, I will never like reveal who the person is because mm-hmm. I want him to have a happy life. Mm-hmm. He deserves to be happy. He's got his own family. Mm-hmm. Great. Focus on your family. But with mine, it was really hard because th- they kind of knew he wasn't really around. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. they weren't really used to him there. The other person that they were used to was grandma. That's who I was always with. She was always, you know, watching the kids when I'd go to work. Mm-hmm. And so there really wasn't too much to talk to him about. And <clears throat> my oldest, he's got PDD, so pervasive developmental disorder, which is on the autistic spectrum. So he's very high functioning, but he does struggle with a lot of social skills and um, being able to connect with other people on an empathetic way. Empathetic, empathetic. Mm, yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it was really he was just kind of go with the flow on things. So there wasn't a lot to really talk to them about at that moment. But as we were getting older, you know, sometimes they would start to ask questions, and it was really tough because mm-hmm. I couldn't like get into details with them because it was too mature. It was too adult yeah. of a situation. I told him, I said, I promise when you get to a certain age, if you have any questions, I will tell you everything, yeah. but it was for all of our safety. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, me, I experienced it with my parents' divorce. I was uh, in elementary school and my parents got divorced. Um, it was weird. They, when they talked to us about it, uh, I believe it was Christmas. Oh God! Uh, I love Christmas I love my parents, yeah. but their judgment Merry fucking is Christmas. shit. <laughs> Santa brought papers, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it was the year that I got like a shit ton of Power Ranger stuff. So I was like, Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> this is the best Christmas ever. Yeah, association. Yeah, and then uh, they just sat us down, and, and it, they weren't they didn't tell us they were getting divorced. Then they were just like, uh, Mom's gonna be living somewhere else. And I was mm-hmm. like, cool, I got Power Ranger toys. Peace. <laughs> How um, old were you? I was seven or eight. Um, but, so, like, nothing nothing really affected us right away. Um, you know, we, we understood why my parents were getting divorced mm-hmm. because they just, they, they would argue when we were sleeping or when they thought we were sleeping. Um, and like I said, I love both my parents to death. Uh, they just should have never been a couple. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're great friends, but more than that was hell on earth. Um, and it, it stemmed from my mom had a problem with alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, and she always just wanted to party. And my dad would work. They both worked two jobs, so we were always with grandparents or stuff. 
And uh, when my mom would get home early and she would take us home, make make dinner and everything, but then right as soon as my dad got home, she wanted to go out with friends. Oh, man. Um, and it would get to the point where, like, they never, like, were physical with each other, like, hitting each other or anything, mm-hmm. but my mom threw things Ooh. and uh, she would smash plates and stuff in the kitchen when she would get mad. And, oh, wow. Um, my brother... My older brother and I, we had a bunk bed. We shared a room, but my oldest brother had a room toward the back of the house. Mm-hmm. And uh, there were closets that connected. And my older brother and I, we would go through the closet and we would just huddle up with my oldest brother. And we would just, you know, hang out there for a little bit until things calmed down. And then we would sneak back into our room. Oh, man. Um but nothing really uh, happened. Like, we really didn't. We always, you know, you're as kids, you're always like, oh, mom and dad are going to get back together one day. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really didn't start sinking in until they both started dating other people. Um, and we would try, we tried very hard to sabotage everything. Oh, uh, parent you trap. were one of those Yeah, kids. We, tr- we tried parent to parent trap. trap everything. And it was my oldest brother's like, no, guys, let's. Let them have their time. Mm-hmm. Uh, my oldest brother grew up very early uh, because of the divorce. He was the one who always took care of us, uh, especially when my grandparents got older and couldn't travel or couldn't drive around so much. Um, but uh, I'm actually surprised that you guys met my stepmom, or mm-hmm. you two met my stepmom this weekend. Um, I'm actually surprised they got married because we. We tried to sabotage that like wholeheartedly. Uh, I love my stepmom, but like jerk. when we were younger, she wouldn't let us watch The Simpsons, <gasps> which was a staple in our house. Because yeah. oh, when it was boy. just me, my dad, and my brothers, we were watching WWF. We were watching Simpsons. We were watching like all these things that uh, my stepmom was like, "No, nope, too violent, too adult what? content." Did you ever say you're not rem- you're not my real mom? We did. Oh, and. Uh, but the thing was, is she was very patient with us. Mm-hmm. Um, she would say, yeah, I'm not your mom, but I am a mother to these two younger kids, and these are things that I don't want them to see right now. Oh. Get them out and of here. And that's what we like. They'll take them upstairs. <laughs> I want to watch Simpsons, damn it. And, you know, she was very, uh, she wanted us to try to be a family. So she's mm-hmm. like, no, it's, we're going to spend time together. Uh, you know, I. It's one of the things that I, my my uh, stepbrother he asked me one day. He's like, "So do you uh, resent me that you never got to watch The Simpsons? Like, oh. I've seen every episode of The Simpsons like eight times. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't resent. Oh, not for that. Aww. Uh, but no, it, and it was fun. Like things got better as time went on. Um, like I still had problems in my teens with my parents. Uh, with the divorce, like, I still had a hard time processing things every now and then. Mm-hmm. It was hard to try to uh, figure out which mm-hmm. parent I was supposed to talk to about school stuff or personal things. Um, and even though we tried not to pit our parents against each other because we saw how much hell that was, uh we, my brothers and I, always thought that no matter what we did, it would end up pitting one against the other because they had different parenting styles. Yeah. And 
it was just really hard. So we went to my brother for everything. We went to my oldest brother. Like if we had a D in school and we had to get something signed by a teen, <laughs> by a parent, my brother would sign the papers. Wow. Um, How did your parents feel about that? They did, never knew they, about it. They never knew. They never knew about it until I was older. And I was like, oh yeah. My dad was like, so why didn't we ever see like your, we saw your report cards and you had like C's and D's in some classes. Why did we ever get letters? It's like, oh, Marcus signed for everything. Oh, wow. Um, but it wasn't until I was 18 uh, when I just let go of everything. And I was having my, uh, we were planning my graduation party. And for my older brothers, they did two separate parties, one at my dad's house and one at my mom's house. And I was like, we're not doing that shit. <laughs> it's like, if you want to have, if you want to come to my graduation party, you two have to get together, plan this out, and be my parents instead of just be fighting all the time. Mm-hmm. And my dad, uh, he was like, well, and I interrupted my dad and my mom. And I said, I got over this. You guys are happy now with your respective partners. I'm, I'm fine. If I'm fine with you two in the same room, I'm sure you guys will be fine with each other in the same room. Um, so they planned my graduation party together. Um, and then from there, because I got married so young, like a year and a half, two years out, or a year and a half after I graduated, um, by the by the year and a half, they were nice enough and cordial enough with each other to plan a wedding. Nice. Um, so that's my experience with it. It's just my parents, but mm-hmm. yeah. What about you, Tui? Well, if you want to talk about it, I no, I'm fine talking about it. It was like eight or nine years ago that I mm-hmm. got divorced. Um, and people keep this last night. James's stepmom was telling me mm-hmm. like, oh, like she heard me talking about the kids, and mm-hmm. and I I, I might have made some kind of offhanded joke or so. I don't remember what I said regarding like picking the kids up or dropping them off or something yeah. like that. I don't remember what I said, but she she said, oh, you know, with divorce, it gets easier. You know, it gets easier. I was yeah. like, yeah, I know. People keep saying that, but it's like going on eight or nine years now. And, and then she was like, holy shit. And, and, and I'm like, and honestly, it's never been this bad. Yeah. It's getting worse. Wow. It is continually getting worse. Like I'm in the worst. This is the worst relationship I've ever had with yeah. my ex-wife ever. And mm. uh, our divorce was really messy. It was really, really bad. We went to court. Um, we had attorneys. Uh, oh it was a custody God. battle. Um, her attorney was trying to make me out to be like an alcoholic, oh abusive dad and an unfit father, which is like none of that was true. Um, oh, that angers me so I much because I know there's so many. I know there's certain dads that do deserve that title. I know. Mm-hmm. But, but when they, they don't, it's like, yeah. And they were like <laughs> using my size against me and, and my, uh, my, my heritage, you know, my yeah, race. They were like. Not directly, but I know they were because I, I'm a big, mm-hmm. scary-looking dude. Mm-hmm. And so if somebody accuses me of that, it's People easy just to assume. believe. Yeah. It's very easy to believe. Which so. I totally don't agree with big, scary-looking. It's like Aww. like when we talked about about when you said that someone came up and told you that you're beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's why liar, well, stupid lawyer. You're a Star Wars <laughs> fan. You just see the Wookiee in me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a tall Ewok. Um but our the way that we talked to the kids was that's like I can relate that Amber when you were saying that you know you knew 
you know but you don't say anything mm-hmm. yeah. but you're just like it's bound to have this conversation is going to happen and it's we're going to actually do this mm-hmm. as soon as somebody says something yeah. and it was when um uh my ex-wife was pregnant with princess deadpool oh. and that's when i was like ready to go but i was like i can't i can't i'm not gonna leave my wife while yeah. she's pregnant i will not do that and so I just stuck around and like that stuck around and waited because I could sucks. not, I couldn't do it mm-hmm. while she was pregnant. In fact, should have done it like four years into the marriage and we were married for nine years. Yeah. Like four years in, I knew it was pretty much done, but stuck around for the kids. Gotcha. Made more kids during <laughs> that time. We, we so much in common because I mean, I, <laughs> ours should have been even before yeah. we had kids yeah and yeah. i didn't think that i would be able to have any and then like a year after it was just like oh surprise and it was like shit <laughs> and I tried making it work and yeah. even yeah. like when i had um when i had uh, pikachu things were like kind of okay yeah. i knew deep down they weren't it was yeah it was not a good relationship yeah. i mean it was kind of whole... you just kind of know like you just yeah you got to trust your gut when it comes to stuff like and that. it was very toxic yeah as well. yeah and i didn't even i mean i knew it was while i was married but i you know would i would make excuses mm-hmm. i would justify things i would lie to my parents about things mm-hmm. that were mm-hmm. happening or that she would say because i was embarrassed oh man um, and i was always apologizing for her her behavior. Oh my gosh. Um, this um, is like I I'm not kidding. It's like <laughs> identical. It was like super gaslighty. Oh like super yeah, gaslighty that's always fun. And, um, and, and I'm not innocent in it. Like, yeah. I don't want to make it seem like it was all one way. Like mm-hmm. I was a I was a monster in my own way. Mm-hmm. You know, in a lot of ways, I ended up losing my temper really, really badly. I started yelling a lot and mm-hmm. um, just became somebody that I I'm not. You know, some that that isn't me. And so. Anyways, talking to the kids was hard. Uh, we were driving. We were in the car. I feel oh like boy. I've been, I always do this, whether it's talking to the kids or to significant other. Um, if I have to have a serious talk, I get in the car mm-hmm. and go for a drive because then you're not sitting down at a table like looking at each other. Yeah, it's, it's easier to, to. It's easier to both just not look at each other. You can look at the, the road while mm-hmm. you're driving. You have stuff to look at outside, and it's just easier to get the conversation going yeah. if you're just sitting in the car. So we piled all the kids in the car and went for a drive and just kind of told them that, you know, mom and dad are, are going to get a divorce and they mm-hmm. all started crying mm-hmm. and they had a lot of questions. And uh, for me, it was, it was when, it was when the fighting got so bad that I could tell it was affecting the kids. Yeah. When we were fighting more than we were talking mm-hmm. peacefully and calmly, then I knew, and I could see in the kids that it was affecting them in a really, really negative way. Mm-hmm. I, I ultimately made the decision for my kids as I'm not like, we can't be married anymore. Yeah. This is bad for them. Yeah. And so I made the decision to, to walk away mm-hmm. and, uh, it's, got, it, it's gotten like better at sometimes mm-hmm. and worse at sometimes, but it has now gotten to the point where it is our relationship is so bad, yeah, that we're gonna have to go back to court. I think. Oh no! Uh, no. So, and the kids are now older. So Princess Deadpool was really young when we got divorced. I don't think she even remembers us being married. To be honest, gotcha. she's ten years old now. Yeah, I don't think she remembers us being married. Um, the assassin, 
remembers remembers it and has a heart still has a hard time with us not being married mm-hmm. i think the older three remember how bad it was and know that it's better this way gotcha uh, so yeah we went to court did the whole custody thing it was awful terrible Ugh. messy gross uh, yeah yeah and it still is it, it's gotten better and it's gone back and forth but it has it's, its ebbs and flows ebbs and flows and right now it is an ebb of shit <laughs> That's so. one big pile of shit. Yeah. Johnny, what's your fun story? Uh, both of my parents... Whatever you want to talk about. Both or of don't my parents are divorced twice. Mm. Uh, one of them's dead, though, so I give him a pass. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, just, I just like to make jokes I'm not sure if dad. we're allowed to laugh on this episode or... I mean... You know laugh. what? I feel like you have to or yeah. you'll go insane. Mm-hmm. So if you... If you think that we're crazy and psychotic, unless you've been through something like traumatizing, I feel like the best coping method, yeah. I can't talk, to, to go with it. Yeah, because... People make weird oh, yeah, faces when I make suicide jokes. Is, is oh. it a, <laughs> I make suicide jokes, too. Mine is like eating gluten. Is, is it a shitstorm? You bet. But you know what? Sometimes you it's just better gotta, than You just got to hunker down and, and brave the, the storm. Yeah. yeah. So Ooh. my parents divorced when I was... Uh, about sixth grade, so my sister would have been fourth grade. Uh, both ended up getting remarried years later, and then divorced years later. Um, I got married for all the wrong reasons, even sooner after graduation than James did. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I already had a my oldest. Yeah. So we got married, and that was such a like manipulative, volatile situation. And I'm not blaming. It was... It was all around. Uh, like one of those situ- like relationships that brings out the worst in each oh, other. Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 I can relate. It's it's like James was saying, great you know, great friends, but mm-hmm. beyond that, it was not. Uh, ended up having my oldest daughter. So my my first two kids were from that marriage. That one didn't. That marriage didn't last quite six years. And yeah, it. it I mean, it fallen apart well before we gave up so i can't uh, judge exactly when there was yeah it was that so, seems so to be a common theme is like things are much things are bad before you finally make that you know are bad for a long time before you finally mm-hmm. make that Ryan decision was bad for years yeah so we, we made years. that decision uh she left the kids with me and moved out of state and this was uh, just briefly mm-hmm. i mean in the grand scheme of things um shortly into that decided that I wasn't a uh, suitable father came and took the kids uh, back east to Maryland where she was uh, staying at the time and again that didn't last very long that was like April to mid end of July Mm -hmm. in the same year that was the year I turned uh, 24 and that summer um, I I joke about but it's 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 fact that I remember very little. I self-medicated very heavily that summer. Gotcha. So, and ended up getting remarried. See, I was 24. About the time I was 27, I guess. So pretty, you know, it's seemingly pretty quick. And, you know, but but raising the, uh, co, uh, co-parenting the kids of that particular divorce was very difficult because those poor kids got used as oh, collateral. No. Yeah. 
Yeah, I can really. Uh, and and again, I'm not blaming. I, I, I could sit here and try to tell you that I didn't do it, but I'm pretty sure I'd be lying. You know, yeah, of hard, course, you remember more what happened to you than what you do to others. Yeah. So I'm not even going to claim any innocence or, or victimhood in this. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it's interesting because, like, um, you know, my parents' divorce was really messy, but I don't think either of them tried to use us as collateral. Like, mm-hmm. no one ever. My mom, uh, because they were great friends, um, my mom had told anybody that she was seeing she would say this is she would she always had a picture of my dad and she this is my boy's father he mm-hmm. is going to be in my life for the rest of my life yeah. and you just have to deal with it and my dad did the same thing with any woman oh. he dated he said this is my ex-wife this is the mother of my children and we are going to be in each other's lives yep yeah so it, it's it's not for amber though no no, <laughs> no. mine was well, yours was a little bit of a different oh situation. Well, when the time came, when it was just like, okay, I, I can't do that. I was the one that ended it because I couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. It was a very abusive relationship. Mm-hmm. And when the time came and I, I ended up moving back into my mom's, my bank account was completely drained oh. for drug money. The car that I was going to sell to attempt to get some finances because I was, for three kids, I was getting maybe 20 bucks a month yeah maybe and the car i was gonna sell so i could get some money um it got wrecked because drugs it was bad it was so bad so getting uh the sheriff's to your house at two o'clock in the morning was not fun and I was actually, I didn't want anyone to know. I didn't want to have any association with him because it was like, I didn't realize how bad it was until his probation officer would tell me, do you know that every time that you go back in an abusive relationship, your chances of dying go up Mm -hmm. 75%. So she's like, so think about that every time that you go back, you're, you're probably going to die if you don't get out of this. And it was, I'm not exaggerating it really was that bad and so I didn't want my kids or anyone that I dated like he's in my he's in my life for the rest of my life I I wanted out and so and he apparently did too because uh he actually went to prison it was so bad he went to prison and in there um he wrote a letter giving up his rights because he still wanted to have every he mm-hmm. he wanted his cake to eat it too. He didn't want the responsibilities of being a dad, but yet he wanted the glory of being with the kids. Yeah. I had a protective order against him, so anytime he did have any visitation, my mom actually had to go. And she said, "We're there for an hour, and the whole time he's on his phone, anyways." And Ugh. then he's constantly having someone there to like pick him up, and then he keeps asking me, "Hey, can I get some money for a burger?" <laughs> no go fuck yourself yeah. get a job and get your own damn burger mm-hmm. yeah. and so i yeah i wanted but in, yeah, it was a very yeah, different situation it was hard. Yeah. You know, well and it's interesting because like we talked about my mom going on mm-hmm. date uh mm-hmm. recently uh so she was she remarried and got divorced this well she remarried years ago uh i want to say 15 years ago uh and was divorced in May of this last year. Yeah, just recently. Um, And that divorce was messy as well, Mm -hmm. but that was because drugs. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So he, uh, you know, and it's one of those things where he was the nicest guy in the world, like, for 15 years. And it's one of those things he, so uh, every time uh, my cousins would come over, he, like, would, he became a different person. Like, he wasn't, like, physically abusive or anything. Mm -hmm. But there there were just things that he would say that would make you, like, uncomfortable. Like, not me, not the kids, but he would say things to my mom that made us feel uncomfortable. Uh, and it's just, you know, it's, it was hard to translate because he only spoke Spanish. And so oh. we were trying to translate our broken Spanish. And we're like, did he say this? I don't know. Uh, Is he talking about a cat? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but recently uh, he, uh, my mom was asked to find out if he was on drugs because his personality has changed and he just, his whole demeanor had changed. And so my mom went over there to his house because they had separated because they were having problems. And my mom asked him just straight up because uh, my mom's a very straight up person. She just, mm-hmm. uh, so she asked him if he's on drugs and he's like, none of your business. Well, and that's a big fat yes. My mom's like, well, okay, there's, there's the answer. And so mm-hmm. my mom, uh, she said she went to go grab the keys for her car and her phone. And he grabbed her keys and threw them across the house and took her phone, put it in his pocket, and wouldn't let her leave. Um, And then when my mom tried to walk past him, he grabbed her and pushed her down. Mm. And he grabbed her hard enough that he left marks on her. Oh, man. And my mom, she didn't tell me for two days. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because I think you were at the house. I was there when when When, mm -hmm. and I was like, James, Uh, we're getting in the car. We're going. We're going to. Yeah, and we're going to go handle this guy. Uh, I was so serious too. I was ready to go jump. Yeah, in the car no. And, go uh, and uh, when my mom called me and told me, um, I-80 was closed because yeah. there was oh. snow. Right. If I-80 was open, I would have been on that road. Yeah. And even though my mom asked me not to go, I would have gone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's yeah, you're gonna want to go and protect her. Yeah, well, and it, it's it's not even that because my mom can handle herself. My mom's. <laughs> Yeah, she can't. I, I always say this. My mom's been to jail for fighting. <laughs> <laughs> but still, it's still your mom. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. You still want, you have that uh, instinct to, like, mom. protect. Yeah, but it's, it's interesting because, like, if they had any kids in that marriage, I feel like my mom would have been the same way with mm-hmm. this, uh, been in the similar situation as you. Like, no, fuck that guy. I don't want that guy in my life Yeah, all. yeah. Uh, you don't have to worry about him because he's not going to be in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and it's like when they're on drugs, I mean, there's just some, like, if you don't, if you haven't done this type of drug, you don't know, like, the the effects that it has. So you mm-hmm. don't know, like, you know, their demeanor or what they're going to be like. Because there was, a, I guess, a lot of different types of stuff that right. he was on. And I didn't know, like, how he was going to be. So, like, when they act differently, you're just like, they're acting differently, but I don't mm-hmm. know how or why. Because right. it could—I mean, it could be a number of things. Yeah. Well, and it's—it's it's one of those things. Like my mom said on this episode, on the episode that we had her on, that I was a pothead mm. <laughs> yeah. when I was in high school. And so, being around me and my friends, she knew, and being around my dad in the '80s and '70s, she knew what potheads acted like because she's been around them. Almost her whole yeah, life. Yeah, but potheads generally don't get violent um, with people. And, that, right. and that's the thing. That's why she she told uh, he told my mom while they were while he was holding her captive in his house that he was just smoking pot every now and then. Bullshit. And my mom said, <laughs> no. "He's riding the white pony." My mom said, "You know, my son was a pothead a few years ago, <laughs> bitch. And you know what he's like." She was okay. doing that. Um, 
<laughs> but something else I wanted to ask. So um, because I uh, went through my parents' divorce, when Annalisa and I started dating, or actually when, uh, like, a couple days before we got married, I had a conversation with her, and I said, if you're ever not happy, I want you to know I'll be okay if you need to leave. Because I don't want to go through what my parents went through. Yeah. So if there's ever a point where you decide you've had enough, just say the word, and it can be done. Mm. Um, so I was wondering if you would have ever thought to have that conversation the second go around. Oh, yeah. I Well, it's like you're going to go through some type of PTSD from that. And so you're going to get in protective mode. So it's like you want to protect the other person, but you also want to protect your own feelings. And I know that I've said it before where it's like, you know, are you sure you want to be with me? Because I have prior kids. I want to, you know, if you're, if, if things aren't going the way that you thought it would, I don't want you to feel stuck with me. So I know that I've, I've said that and it's, but you know, luckily I married someone who's very dedicated and patient and wants to like understand things on all levels. And I know not everyone's like that, but it's like, it's hard because you I still, you get that fight or flight mode. Mm-hmm. And so I get that sometimes where it's like, sometimes like my brain kind of switches and it's also that like, not, I, I don't consider myself a victim, but I'm still I'm, I'm still like processing things and mm-hmm. I'm still like dealing with it. So I, I'll go through like, you know, don't, if, if you're not happy with me, don't be with me. And yeah. it's more just like trying to protect everyone. So, so what can, what kind of, um, no, with all of our experiences, uh, what, what kind of advice could we give people that might be going through divorce or thinking about it or, Dealing with kids yeah, and divorce. I was going to say, know. before that, I'm, I'm going to kind of tell you what I tell my oldest. Now, obviously not the uh, younger two. They're nine and seven. I <laughs> uh, don't need to worry about this quite yet. But I tell my uh, older two, like, you're going to date who you're going to date. I'll like them. I won't. It really doesn't matter. Like, it's, it's what you like or see in them. But, you know, from my personal experience... Uh, if you get the opportunity, watch how this person interacts with the, with those closest to them, because mm-hmm. that is a really good indicator of how you're going to get treated someday. Yeah. Watch yeah. mm-hmm. how they treat their mom, their sisters, yeah. mm-hmm. especially siblings brother, their, when they get yeah. frustrated. Don't be too quick to get married too. Oh, Give yeah. it time yeah. to date, really get mm-hmm. to know them all the way. Because if you if there's any huge red flag indications on stuff you've got to stick to that because you'll end up resenting that person yeah resentment is the killer yeah that's the relationship killer. and sometimes there aren't red flags sometimes shit just happens Mm -hmm. down the road and Uh, shit goes south well and i see like a lot of you know people that go through the divorce like they they'll have their kids go through therapy and stuff Mm -hmm. it's just as important for you Mm -hmm. to find coping methods because you're the, you're the parent, you're setting an example. Like, you can't just make your kids go to therapy and you're not doing anything about it. It's yeah. just as important because some relationships are messier than others. And so you want to figure out the most 
healthy and effective ways to handle the situation because shit gets real and it's tough. Mm -hmm. So I think it's important to take care of yourself too. Self-love. Yeah. Would you recommend therapy for, for kids going through divorce or I would, or even like in my situation where it's been, you know, like eight years. I still would still struggle with, I still would just because they can find ways to cope. Well, not only that Mm -hmm. is throughout the years, the kids aren't going to, even though you hope that your kids are telling you everything, it's, it's kind of like the situation yeah. with me and my brothers. We turned to the oldest to confide in rather than our parents. So on the surface level, our parents thought everything was okay with us. Um, but deep down, like all three, me and my bro- two brothers were kind of just being a shield for each other and kind of just being our own support system when we I, I mean to this day when I'm, whenever my brothers and I get together we've all joked about needing therapy and it's only been recently that my oldest brother and myself have actually sought out therapy mm-hmm. and we're trying to convince yeah. the middle child to start therapy as well so what do you think is the best way to talk to your kids or to let your kids know that you're going through a divorce mm. or that mom and dad are or mom and mom or dad and dad are getting a divorce um <clears throat> i think really emphasizing to them that it's not their fault because it's going to be natural human instinct to kind of take things on yourself so you're you know a lot of kids will go through i must have done something i must have said something and and they try and take that on with them and it's like they shouldn't, they should still be kids. Like a lot of people, unfortunately go through this, but yeah, with kids, they shouldn't, they shouldn't feel like it's all on them or that mm-hmm. they're responsible and getting them to understand. Sometimes people just don't get along and it's okay. Um, I think validation as well, that they're still important and that they're still loved by either one. Mm-hmm. And, trying to find healthy ways to just balance i would say be honest yeah be honest Mm -hmm. about the reasoning because kids kids could suss out bullshit and if you're just saying if there's a deeper issue and you're just saying uh you just say something like oh well uh we just don't get along this way but it's a deeper thing like but i mean i there's got to be some judgment with that, right? Like, I mean, let's say, let's say, mom, mom cheated on me, and you're not gonna want to like just tell, that. tell the kids yeah. that's the reason why, because then they'll start resenting her. It, it's one of the things where I, I personally feel like uh, it's if that's the reasoning, and it's a conversation that needs to be had with both parents present. I think the kids need to know, but not not to resent. But if you, you have to think about it this way. The kids are going to find out. They're going to find out no matter what. And when they find out... Some of it might be age-appropriate. Yeah. Like yes. They might be too young to yeah. hear that kind yeah. of stuff. I mean, and, but th- I think the thing is, is no matter what, the kids are going to find out. And then they're not only going to resent... <laughs> they're not only going to resent the parent who cheated. They're going to resent the parent who didn't tell them mm-hmm. as well. And it's an issue where the kids will feel like, 
they don't trust me enough. Yeah. yeah. So probably even if they're younger, that, though. even if yeah. they're younger, though, it's one of the things where you eventually have to tell them. Mm-hmm. So it's an age-appropriate thing. You don't, if they're five or whatever, you don't tell them right away. Yeah. But once they're old enough to understand and to deal with it, then both parents need to have that conversation. One, they need to find out why parent A did it. And two, they need to figure out, uh, they need to hear that, or not hear, but they need to see that parent B is okay. You know, that it's not damaging them anymore. Yeah. Gotcha. It's, it's, um, it's the whole age appropriate. I t- totally agree with. And I think being upfront and honest with them is, is the best way. And it's, and it's hard, like with the reasoning, um, you know, cause there's still some things like with my kids that, I mean, um, their dad now it's like this, this is the only guy that they, that they know, but there's, um, the doctor, he knows, he remembers a little bit about some stuff, mm-hmm. but there's just some things that I can't, I can't tell him yeah. yet just mm-hmm. because I guess in ways I still want him to kind of keep an innocence because once you find out it automatically ages you. Mm-hmm. But if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, let's see. I think the reason why I say you have to be honest is because uh, I think my brothers and I dealt with a lot of issues because <laughs> basically the argument or the reasoning my parents used was the mommy and daddy just don't love each other anymore. <laughs> and really, it was mommy's an alcoholic and. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Mommy and daddy probably do still do love each other. Yeah. They just. don't get along anymore and it was as we were getting older and as we were finding out that it's not just my mom who dealt with alcohol problems but all of her siblings also Mm -hmm. dealt with it and you know it's one of those things that we were my brothers and I were mad about because it's like you know I was yeah I was elementary school but we had already been learning about uh alcohol abuse we'd already been learning about uh (laughs) Staying out away from alcohol and drugs and dare and all that shit. Oh dare, no, dare. But Drug so it's resistance education. <laughs> it was just it was it was one of the things that it made me resent both of my parents for a long time mm-hmm. that they didn't tell us the truth yeah. and that they were hiding behind a very cliche argument mm-hmm. for why they were getting mm-hmm. divorced. And when you get remarried, make your kid watch strip Step Brothers. Yes, exactly. Right. Well, and like with mine, I would say stuff like, you know, um, he made decisions that were not safe for us. Mm-hmm. He's not safe for the family to be around. And so I was trying to like gradually explain certain things, but it was just, I didn't, I didn't do the, we just don't love each other anymore. I was, you know, started with like, no he's not a safe person to be around yeah. and mm-hmm. but i i didn't dare to go into further details on certain things just because it's it's really traumatic and mm-hmm. i don't want them to like deal with the the trauma on that as well or feel yeah. like that they have to take that on themselves cuz then it's too adult you know and yeah. so but now they're to the age that i if they ask me questions mm-hmm. i would be more i i tell them everything yeah. they just like where they're at right now and so i think it's good well this has been a fun episode hasn't it 
and, and bear in mind, folks, none of us are, are mental health professionals. No. We're just speaking from experience. So, you you know, you if you're struggling, you you may need more individualized help. We're just here to kind of let you know you're not alone. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of us out there, and there's a lot of really great support systems. So, you know, sometimes, sometimes having a friend who's gone through it as well is can be very therapeutic too mm-hmm. yeah well and i just have to say too because like a lot of people like too was saying that he stayed together for the kids kids will be fine mm-hmm. i was young when my parents got divorced and i'm okay mostly You're still <laughs> but it's one of those things where don't let your kids <laughs> don't let your kids be the the reason that you stay together yeah uh you know if you have to if you're gonna stay together you have to stay together for you mm-hmm. and the love you have for your partner if there's if that's not there anymore then don't pawn it off on the kids yeah because that mess or not having enough money or not having the right job just yeah yeah. if it's one of the things that once and you have to have the conversation with yourself is this really what i want Mm -hmm. um because i mean you know there are couples who have decided like oh no we we were we were great together they get remarried like five years later mm-hmm. that's okay too yeah yeah i know people have done that now, but listen here friend and yes I'm, I'm talking to you and you know who i'm talking to you know you can find any one of us you 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 know if you listen to this show you can probably find us we tell you how every mm-hmm. week reach out I'm like, I may not have the answers to your problem. Tui may not, James may not, Amber, Dr. Sarah. I have all the answers. But you know what? In some way or another, we've been there. Mm-hmm. And if you know, if you just want me to buy you a cup of coffee and we can talk about it or not. I know a place. I'm fine, I'm fine <laughs> staring, at, staring at you for half an hour as we drink coffee silently. I'm yep. actually more comfortable that way. Sometimes <laughs> it's just nice to hear from someone that sucks. Yeah. 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 Not having to have an yeah. answer. Mm-hmm. And I'm so, a good listener to, yeah. with the, despite how chatty I am on the show and how much I gab. See, uh, and like even that's the my amazing one ever. is come amazing one walking amazing by and us. he's like he's been amazing ones here. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's his official name. He's, he's the been great. One. Yeah, he is. But he's been really Amber, great about everything. One. Yeah, They're I'm gonna make you guys shirts. <laughs> well, amazing one, amazing two. Just don't go full banana. <laughs> don't oh, go full banana. Johnny. No, but he is. He's, and if you if you feel like you know when you do go through a divorce, and if you feel like that you'll never be, you want to find someone else, but mm-hmm. you know all the good ones are taken or whatever, don't go with that mentality. Yeah. I mean, I feel like with me, I got to the point where I went with like I'm not looking for anyone. I'm fine yeah. if I'm mm-hmm. single yeah. for the rest of my life. And then I met him when my daughter was eight months old and I was not like expecting to like fall from quick, but it was, but I mean, it it was the best decision. And so, um, don't ever feel like that you'll never have another chance. And if you want to stay single, then you're good. Somebody said that's the third time somebody's dropped the keys. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Just your facial expression. What are you putting in those drinks? But yeah, I mean, what Wait, does that mean we're getting a divorce? No, <laughs> no. But what would be cool is like you know having having an episode where you know someone who hasn't been married before mm-hmm. marrying yeah. someone who has been through a divorce yeah. and like how they handle things. So yeah. <sighs> All right, I think it's time to wrap this one up. 
Swear to God, if you say it again. <laughs> Never go full Kirk Cameron. <laughs> okay, that's better. <laughs> because I said so. Up, up, and orale. Never go sm- full banana. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too small to be a barista. Let's go get stuffing. Come on. You're the one. Come on. You are the one. That turkey is our mom now.